Hello and welcome to the second episode of Soft Spoken, a podcast. I am your host, Marfine Chan, and in this week's episode, I'll be talking about the need in the modern world to slow down and to listen to your body. It's so incredibly easy to get drowned out by the noise around us, the demands of modern living, expectations of our jobs, lifestyle, and even our friends, family, and loved ones. In last week's episode, I talked a little bit about noise, meaning the many distractions we have from our phones, screens, technology, ads, etc. So this week's about listening to your body and slowing down. For lack of a better, more succinct way of putting it, for now, let's just call it slow living and self-awareness. And I'll mostly be riffing, so I'm not citing or pulling from academic papers, research papers, or studies. Because what I'm hoping to share, both now and throughout most of the podcasts, is what I hopefully believe is practical human advice. But essentially, what I've been thinking about the past week, well, actually two weeks because I had COVID, uh, so I couldn't do an episode last for last Sunday. But essentially what I've been thinking about and what I've been writing about while I've been trying to recover is, is that humanity and our ways of living have changed so drastically, so dramatically since the Industrial Revolution. Our ways of working, our ways of earning a living our ways of interacting with each other and engaging in community with each other and things of the like. Comparatively, when when you think about human evolution and our history and, and our history of development, we've had hundreds if not thousands of years to adapt to new technologies and to the pros and the cons and the benefits and costs and unintended consequences of of human inventions and, and human innovations of the past. Think of the fire, think of the wheel, think of writing. For instance, I think it was Socrates uh, or maybe Plato who actually argued against writing. Well, Plato was the one that was writing, so I guess it's Socrates who really didn't like writing because writing would lead as he thought, to for forgetfulness, to people not wanting uh, to memorize things or learn things by heart. And this was in an age when, there, when oral tradition was a big thing. But I, I digress a little bit. Um, we were talking about writing um, in, in human inventions. Uh, so uh, other things like the wheel, writing, um, language, laws even, uh, faster and faster methods to travel from carts to wagons to canoes to sailing. You know, things that make the whole wide world, this large earth, smaller and smaller and, and, and our degrees of connection to people of all backgrounds and races and ethnicities and religions, etc. Our, our, our degrees of connection have been shrinking over time, but especially in the last hundred years. 
another example is the printing press and, and the pro- proliferation of ideas. Now, the printing press is great, but uh, for spreading, you know, good ideas and, and powerful ideas, but, you know, bad ideas also flourish as well. So my point is that there are, are, are many things in the history of humanity that have changed us fundamentally and deeply for better and for worse. The progress, innovation, invention, reorganization of humanity and our ways of living have had many, 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 many benefits. No dispute. But the pace at which progress is made, I think, has and and can outpace our human capacity and can outstrip our ability and the ability the ability of human tools resources institutions like our societies cultures rules of law the social contract language the tools that humanity has designed to help us manage and react to change and progress and to adapt and one clear and, and present example that we all may know know of is is climate change and global warming. The industrial revolution and and the proliferation of over extraction and, and the large environmental impacts of it in terms of pollution both of the natural and the built human environment have had and currently ha- continue to have and and will as documented by science will increasingly have devastating impacts on the entire world and so the the onset of these environmental issues the the rising sea levels the the increasing strength in storms the number of wildfires the the expansions of deserts and, and, and arid climates that make it hard for human living, the onset of these is coming so fast comparatively to human history of, of change, you know, excluding or barring, you know, the great cataclysms brought by asteroids and massive volcano eruptions. These issues are, are hitting us so fast that our current systems and structures and institutions and our very our own willingness the willingness of of peoples and populations societies our willingness to change to adapt to mitigate and remedy can't keep pace and is slow coming to the point that we know the earth will be damaged and that it will take hundreds if not thousands of years to heal the earth and the damage done to even our own humanity, our existence, our communities, our bodies, minds, and souls, our psyche. Because who we are, our, our, our existence, is tied to our, our home, Mother Earth. And what happens to Mother Earth, I think, has a, a huge effect on us personally. 
the the industrial revolution and and the revolutions it brought to human life and and living and the new ways of, of ordering human activity and the onset of the techno technological revolution like computers the internet artificial intelligence robotics space travel nuclear power automation you know all of these undoubtedly have benefits but also raise the ethical question of what is sustainable for humanity and at what pace should progress occur now you might be wondering you know how does this tie exactly into my idea of slow living and self-awareness well the pace of human progress has quickened the pace of human life in industry and capitalism and and uh, commercialism has gotten to a point where humanity has lost control of many things in a very 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 short time span rendering us to, to simply submitting to this quickened fast pace of life and, and and a rapid increase in standards of living which you know is good but also leads to things like inflation uh that aside you know modern modernity has thrust us has thrust humanity into a state i think of of a sort of existential shock the the quantity of of how the 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 pace uh, uh, at which we have to live is it sustainable recognizing that we don't have hundreds of years if not thousands to adapt and to adjust to the myriad the many 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 changes in in, in innovations inventions in and and creations that happen have happened just in the last 100 150 years 200 years this is the the predicament of the human hamster wheel that i think we we find ourselves on the demand to to, to keep up at all times almost 24 7 because i think even when we're sleeping our bodies are holding on to the stress of this quickened fast pace of of modern living uh, the demand to keep up at work at home personally socially with the the pace of modern living technology and the exhaustion that comes from living with the within the crystal confines the crystal palace and veneer and trappings of modern superficiality And I think the the proof is that despite the endless possibilities of instant connection to other people and other things and ideas and 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 endless entertainment in instant gratification, instead we find ourselves so easily bored, so easily discontent, so easily lethargic, depressed and sick and i got a reminder 
this past two weeks when I had COVID and, and was recovering from COVID, you know, the first Sunday to, to Monday that I was starting to get, you know, symptoms and, and was, was testing uh, and was had learned that my roommates had gotten COVID. I, you know, had taken three different tests and had tested negative on all of them. And Monday I, I worked all day answering emails left and right, hopping on teams or, or zoom calls and, and working on or, or drafting documents. And, and I thought I was lucky and that, you know, I, I was, had the superpower of not getting COVID. Um, I had three vaccines. I haven't gotten the new one yet, but uh, I thought I was, you know, lucky. But sometime around midday, I started to feel like my head was getting a little warmer than usual, but I ignored that. I passed it off as just getting into the zone, working and that I was just really focused on, on what I was doing, which, you know, sometimes, you know, my head and head gets warmer and, and headaches, all the type, type of things when you're, when you're really focused. Then later in the day around 3 p.m., I started to feel my upper body getting warmer than usual. And that's when the body aches came and I realized, holy crap, I might be getting COVID. So I tested again and still negative. But at that point, I realized I had the symptoms and could assume that I had COVID, even if the tests were negative. So I made arrangements for the next day to take a sick day. And, and as evening came, I started to feel these really, this really mild chills all over my body. The next day, the fever, body aches, and chills were all mild and, and slightly better. So I cuddled up in, in my mink blanket uh, and, and drank water, ate soup, took some DayQuil, and pretty much napped all day. On Wednesday, I had a little bit of a cough, uh, some congestion, and was sweating, but felt the fever and body aches and chills had gone away. So I thought that I felt good enough to try and work on Wednesday and, and go to, to, mind you, three different Teams meetings. You know, after I had, had wrapped things up around 3.30 p.m., I felt pretty exhausted. And, and I had this, like, layer of, like, sickly sweat on me. Uh, but thankfully, I have a very human boss who, who noticed and said I could take the next two days off. And then, and, and so my, uh, my experience with COVID is that it was like a mild flu, and, but because it was mild, it played tricks on my mind to make me think it wasn't a big deal. But my body was trying to tell me something totally different. I think my mind knew that there was, I think my mind was telling me that there were some pretty important meetings that I had to take or be a part of, and, and that there was this disconnect between my mind and my body. 
and my body was experiencing symptoms, a cough, sweating, a sore throat. And it, it just reminded me how easily we can become so connected to so many things. Instant news, instant communication, emails, FaceTime, text messages, calls, th- that we easily forget how disconnected we can become to our own bodies. Modern life in so many ways has rewired us to spend so much time in our own heads, our brains, our minds, which by the way are are, are amazing things, our brains, our minds. As sentient beings with consciousness consciousness and, 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 and beings who are aware of our own consciousness, we are beautiful brainy beings. Creative, intuitive, innovative, and capable of unraveling the mysteries of the universe. But our brains are also a part of our body. They're an, it's an organ. And we have to remember that our minds are not islands unto themselves. They're not separate things. They were... Our minds, our bodies, our souls, our hearts, they're connected to each other. They make up who we are. And so when we overextend or stress or injure, get injured in one part, you know, our mind, our body, our soul, our heart, it affects the other parts. You know, when, when, when we have a broken heart, and we get sad, it affects our body. When our bodies experience pain and, and sickness, that often translates into pain signals that go to our brain. When our souls experience such deep wounds and and trauma and torture our body and our mind and and our hearts tell us that we're experiencing that pain and that trauma and that torture and i think that we we at one point science science and, and and medicine and all that type of stuff got so big into categorizing things and classifying things that they, they separated everything's out into boxes and periodical tables and all those different types of things and lost the, that idea that yes, we have different parts and different components, body, mind, soul, heart, arms, legs, uh, stomachs and, and body fat and, esophagus and 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 uh colons but they're all pieces of the whole and when one part of us suffers the other parts know it and the other parts also experience that you know when when in Instances and experiences of, of violence, for instance, in domestic abuse, 
of which I have witnessed and, you know, have experienced some, you know, emotional abuse, um, words and, and physical harm don't just harm the body or the mind. If someone physically harms you and there's malice behind that and there's anger behind that and maybe even hate, but, but even if it's coming from someone that says they love you, when, when that physical harm hits you, it affects your psyche, your brain, your heart, your soul. And likewise, when you're experiencing trauma and, and you're experiencing, you know, depression or sadness or anxiety, your body will tell you that you are experiencing those things. When you're having panic attacks, when your breath gets rapid and short, when your heart is beating really fast, or when you don't want to get up in the morning, or, or you're sleeping more than usual, or uh, you, you, you don't, even if you don't smile as much, that's sometimes an indicator, but not all the time. And, and this is all to say that our bodies, minds, souls, and hearts all connected and in in the world that we live in today where where we're glued to our work and we're demanded to be as productive as possible productive members of society means so many different things to many many different people but essentially society demands of us to be productive members of society to be putting out economic output we're glued to our phones, we're buying things, we're selling things, we're buying homes, we should be saving up to buy for homes, we should be saving up 20% down payment. I'm thinking a lot about this now because obviously I'm trying to plan for, for buying a home, but, um, and, and to do that, you got to work. And if you're not working, you can't afford the things that, uh, people kind of like expect you to have the standard of living going back to the standard of living in in america and so because of that i think because we're glued to work glued to modern expectations and demands it, it sucks up our attention that that it all just we, we just get stuck inside of our heads and we get disconnected to our bodies. And we, we don't understand our body language anymore. The language of our, of our bodies. And we, we get so disconnected, I think, especially if we're, we're stuck in situations or jobs, which, mind you, I don't happen to be stuck in a, a job that I don't like. Um, but in, 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 in situations where you, you, it's soul-sucking, like, it drains the, your soul out of the life out of you. Like you don't feel passionate about something. You don't go to work excited to make a change or to make a difference. And you don't come home feeling like you've made a change and a difference and f fulfilled and, and like you, you, you matter and mean something. And, and that has a big impact on, on you. And so I think we, we, the way we live has just 
alter the way we view our entire beings and, and, and we close ourselves to our bodies and to our souls and our hearts. And, and I think that's extremely damaging. And we need to remind ourselves that maybe we need to take a step back and look at the way we are living in, in this modern day, in this modern age, and take a step back and, and ask ourselves, is this sustainable for the human body, for the human mind, for the human spirit and soul and heart? Is this how we are meant to live? Is the, the systems and, and things that are subjecting us to this and, 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 and forcing us to live this way isn't on purpose even? You know, is it to drain the life out of us so that we don't have the strength to see the bigger picture? And that's what I've been thinking about over the past two weeks. Slow living and self-awareness. Living thoughtfully and slowly, listening to your body so that you can hear your body speak to you, your heart speak to you, your soul speak to you. And so that you can hear when a part of you is hurting and that you take the necessary time you need to heal, to rest, to get back up to full strength so that you can get back up in a few days or a week or however long it takes you to heal so that you can go out and you can make that change. You can make that difference so that you can go to about your day with passion and energy and, and excitement and, and invigoration and, and, and that you go home after spending a day out in the world, proud of what you have done, proud of what you have learned, proud of the difference you have made, and proud of the change that you have helped accomplish. And so the big takeaway is maybe let's try it for a week or a month or even a year, slow living and self-awareness. Take a step back from the way we've been living in this modern world, in this modern age. You know, the, 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 all the demands that, you know, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. So go on that skydiving trip or, you know, go climb Mount Everest or go jump off a cliff. Now, that's... Some people, that's to it's to totally their way of living, like adventurous out there. That's their way of slow living. It's experiencing life. And granted, I wonder how some people get all the time to do that because here I am sitting here having, you know, to work and all that type of stuff. But slow living in essence, is just taking a step back, taking a break from your phone, your email, 
and 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 even Netflix Netflix binging and taking a break from that and stepping outside and contemplating how are we supposed to live? You know, not saying that technology is bad, but how do we balance change and progress and inventions and technology with with the rate at at that humans have evolved and changed in, 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 throughout history you know technology is coming at us so fast changes are coming at us so fast i i just worry that we don't have the capacity to soak it all in and to understand how this is actually going to affect us 10 20 30 years down the road and so perhaps slow living and balanced living and, and taking everything uh, taking everything in moderation, maybe that's the better way of putting it, is a way of, of looking at all the change that's happening, all the technological change, all the different changes in work and all that type of stuff. And asking ourselves, okay, these change are gonna, changes are going to happen, but how, how do I prepare my body, my mind, and my heart to go out and to experience these things? And so I think I, I got a little lost towards the end here, but I think slow living, basically allowing yourself to hear what your body is saying, to listen to your body, to listen to your heart and your soul and the other parts of your being so that you are in tune and that they're in sync and that you know exactly when you need time to rest or need to take a break or need to grab a snack or need to hydrate, things like that. And I think that's a big takeaway for, for this episode. And... I'm going to leave it at that before I ramble on some more. That's a wrap for the second episode of Soft Spoken. Thanks for tuning in. I am, of course, your host, Marfine Chan, and I encourage you to like, subscribe, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platform whether that's apple or spotify or stitcher or what have you and also to follow me on social media at marfine chan thank you for tuning in and i will see you next time bye-bye